Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm too sexy for my... Beast. Beast. Too sexy Sexy for my fangs. This, we should have thought this through. You know, that would have taken more planning than the producers of this show did. (laughs) That's what they should say. (laughs) Sexy beast. We should have thought this through. (laughs) Y'all, welcome to Sorry, we we should have thought this through. Yo, welcome to Sexy Beast. This is Reality Game. Sexy Beast. If you're, reality if you're new gaze. to us, I don't know why you're a super fan of this show because <clears throat> either that means you're 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 maybe in a mental health facility and you're just taking a little time for yourself. Well, um, <laughs> I don't think I hated the show as much as you did. I don't think you did because um, I actually didn't hate it. I I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was I I would be almost. Um, I would be almost interested. Well, we're going to watch the other episodes, but I would be interested in watching all episodes. Just so you know, by the way, y'all, before, if you're worried about being spoiled, we're going to be covering episodes one and two in this because they're short episodes. In this episode, so, yeah. In this podcast. And then in the second podcast, we'll cover three and, three four, and four and then five and six. That's how we're going to do this. So you're going to get who would have, I never thought you would go there. Go, who would go the I'm go joking. Where? Oh, I was like, I didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. So you've been wanting to do it. Just go (laughs) ahead. Just launch into it, Poodle. Let me tell you, but first of all, if you don't know us, and like I said, if you have had some downtime and you're a Carl's wife (laughs) and you've just said, I like this sexy, or if you're a makeup artist who affects, and you're like, I like sexy beast. Now the makeup artist in me did really like This is on point. It, now it's beyond gonna, on point. It's I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm gonna anyway. This we are we are we are reality gays. We cover uh, first of all. I'm Jake, aka Poodle, and this one is Matt, aka Millicent, <laughs> Mildred. Mildred, you can I think call I'm the me only one who calls you that. Maddie. Yeah. Um. But um, we cover Night Day Fiance. We cover Below Deck. We cover lots of other cringe shows. I mean, it's, um, it, it's, reality shows. I'm. I'm shocked if this is the show where somebody found us. <laughs> I know. I was, I was just doing it. I, I, I was, you know. I mean, you never know. You, you never, never know. know. You never, have, I mean, because they would have, have international only, appeal. But they would not only have to find us, they would have to pay for our Patreon. 
You're right. So no one no knew one, is no coming. No one is new to this. This is just I all our ju- sissies. I should have just started in saying, you know what this show needs? Without any intro at all. What and go ahead, Poodle. So, okay, what? fuckers. So, well, I'm yeah, gonna tell you. If you don't listen to if you don't watch the show, y'all, the whole point of this show, it's they want to kind of take this premise of love is blind, but that basically Where appearance what doesn't is, matter. Yeah, appearance doesn't matter. So it's it's called sexy beast because it's apparently this doesn't really come off in the trailer, but it's sexy people. It's good looking people that are dressed up in prosthetic makeup to look like Oh, I didn't I did not think that was implied by the title at all. It, I don't think it was a well done title, but when you watch the show, it's clearly yes, and beautiful that, people dating. That's part of the problem. But but it's um, beautiful people dating in they look like a mouse costume or they look like a beaver demon or like or a, a mongoose or whatever. <laughs> and so it, the whole premise is it's kind of like we're too hot to handle. Is like hot people <laughs> always want to fuck. They're like hot people meet on dates and hook up. This is giving them time to meet the real person to see if they have chemistry. In 15 minutes to so, see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and the, the point of this, you guys, is they choose, they, they go on one one person, everyone's in prosthetic, uh, kind of and gruesome yeah. prosthetic makeup. They go on three kind of speed dates. They they meet one person. So, yeah, for example, right. one, em, one person, Emma, Emma, Emma the demon. One. Emma you know, in episode one goes on the dates girl you with went, three beasts. The demon you went to college with. You know, um, Emma, you know her. Got red face, things on her face, things, like fangs. She lets um, one person go, and then at the end, she goes on dates with two people, and then she makes a decision. So that's the show. And Poodle, tell us why you are, hate it. They are her sexy beast. <laughs> tell me why you hate it. You know what? I'm going to start off. I decided I was going to do this. Just like the contestants do, they say they give a pro and a con. It's so pat, you guys. They're like, I like I liked our time we spent together, but I then I, I was a little concerned that you may be a Mormon. But no, you, they didn't say that. You know what this show actually reminds me more than any reality TV show I've watched? The, the best comparable to this show is Cupcake Wars. <laughs> what? It, I've it, never watched that show. I, I, I've never willingly watched it, but it has come on. But it, y'all, it's like any of those 30-minute cooking shows. It's just they do a quick challenge. Then they have a decision. It's one yeah. that goes home. They do a second challenge. But every critique is... I like this to this, but da 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 da. Yeah, I like that da da da. Which is the da, most da, da, da. pat reality show production the, you can possibly do. That's the format for Cupcake Wars. Yeah, um, we just uh, had a, an old student of ours on that on a cup on a cake show. Who did it? Uh, Emma. Oh, um, she was on it. Emma Rosenthal from Belvoir. Rosenthal. Her and her, her mom. They made it to the finals. She probably shouldn't have dropped her first and last name, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, she's um, wonderful. So here's the thing. I'm going to say a positive. Um, I'm surprised I found three positives about this show, but I did. Um, I think the special effects makeup is fun. I think it makes for a great way to sell the show. Great gimmick. You you are already going to have people watching because of just how bizarre it looks. It was because hilarious the, watching people kiss with yes, prosthetics on. The masked, the mask. I almost said the masked singer. The masked singer was the number one show this past season on fall. It was. It ran. It went all ratings, and it and it embarrassed everyone. Like it is. It just trounced everybody. Um, even like Bachelor some nights. Uh, it was d- disturbing how much it won. 
Mm-hmm. So obviously it was a good, good um, way to go. They're fun. Um, one thing I would have liked is if something with the person's personality had anything at all to do with the makeup they chose. Like the mass singer where they say, I am the, I am the peacock because I'm proud to be here. Mm-hmm. So we have some connection and we have some bit of storytelling. That was great. In the end, y'all, the makeup is just a gas. It's just there. And they could have even said that on their date. Like, why did you choose a zebra? Yes. So that's the thing. this was all so like underwhelmingly produced. <laughs> I agree. So <clears throat> the next thing I have is that's a good and a bad. The Rob Delaney has his voiceover, and he's a very funny person. If you've ever watched Catastrophe, Rob Delaney is hilarious. I saw him at was I don't know if it was your stand up special or Allie's stand up class where Rob Delaney with his backpack on was the final person. Uh, it was Allie's. It was, it was Allie's. He, he was fucking hilarious. He's also, I, he does something to me. Oh, you mean attractive? Yeah, I it's agree. Cute. But no, he's so good on Catastrophe. He's so funny on Twitter. Um, he's got a great Twitter. He's, he's just legendarily funny. He's got nothing to do here. He's reading bad jokes and puns that don't really go anywhere. Um, so there's a good and a bad there. Um, he's underused. So it, but he, I feel like with, with Desiree from Too Hot to Handle, something could have been done in that vein. But maybe it's just the people who are writing for him aren't doing very well. I don't know. Possibly. Um, the best thing about this show, you guys, is it is short and mindless. It is like 23 minutes an episode. <laughs> That's You can watch it and then go get stoned and then go watch another episode because I bet it's really fun when you're high. As, I, I honestly, <laughs> I you enjoyed hate, it more than I did. I didn't hate it because I think right now I literally spent the day either stopping vomit happen or stopping shit happen. So and maybe I, it's escapist television. It was, that's actually why I really enjoyed watching it. Cause it just, because especially a lot of the shows we watch love is blind. They're very heavy lot to handle. We get it. We get emotionally in them. I don't want to, but I get anxiety when Yara is yelling at Jovi because I love yeah. Yara. This show I don't give a fuck about any of these people. It they're I want I I want to see if they're pretty or not. They're they're some of them are kind of totally morons and they're acting like morons <laughs> and I laugh at them. Some of them. <laughs> and so I honestly I would give a one out of ten of this show, like for production for production value, as a somebody who's like producer brain. I would give it like a three. But I, that's a, a that's a good number. But as like a viewer watching it that enjoyed it, I'd give it a strong eight. I enjoyed it. Oh my god! I, would, I was gonna say like a five. No, nope. it was mindless. It was okay. fun. It made me giggle. Like Rob when he talked about that whole foot thing made me laugh because it was weird and creepy. Oh, I just I think I was. You know what? I, I the the idea that you didn't know anybody, you didn't care anybody, that really bothered me. Because even on a fun show, like Dating Around is kind of a fun show that we've watched on Netflix. I think that's kind of comparable to this show. I don't um, know, but Dating Around had – dating y'all, this show has no heart. 
dating around exactly. has Exactly. But that's what I'm missing. Yeah, um, but I kind of – we have heart in everything. We Maybe it's because we're so conditioned with what we watch Yeah, that I just was like – like this, this to me feels like Judge Judy. I don't get okay. invested yeah. in these people. It's just like mindless fun. They come in my life. They leave. If I don't watch the rest of the episode even, I don't care. Or if I just want to fast forward to see if he's hot, I'll do so, it. This is kind of like what I call a jerk off show. I could watch yep. this when I was jerking off mm-hmm. 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 and understand. Yep. Perfect. And that's kind of why I enjoyed it. So I would watch, <laughs> I would watch a second I, season. This didn't laugh at it. We're not oh, going to recap it. We're not gonna no, recap I'm it. never going to watch. And I'm but never going to watch anything. It. This is such a waste of time for me. But um, I, I, I think, let me just tell you the, some of the biggest problems. The premise is that these people are finding love not based on looks, but on personality. That's that's what Rob is saying. That's the voiceover. And because the idea is they say all of our, most of these people have said that they are attracted on looks alone, kind of like too hot to handle. We're going to change these superficial relationships to deeper ones. So that is what the show aims to do. Like like you said, though, you don't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just have to say that for lip service that they don't. And then at the end, they just don't really care. Like, I think this show. Yeah, may, I think this show would be better of not they have to decide if they want to go on a date. But three people are in a mask. And at the end of this, you have to decide who are you going to fuck? Yeah, It's like those MTV shows. Yeah. Those were great because they had no stakes. They, yeah. you, you didn't, you didn't have to go to Sexy Beast Manor or you just Date My the, Mom Manor. It just, or, it's, it's just next. It's just yes. next. Yeah. See, I loved those shows because there were no stakes. Those were just fun. And this is what I thought this show was trying to be. But there was too much heaviness before it was introduced. And there was too much stuff. Um, yeah. If it was going to be like a next or a... Room Raiders or one of those, which they desperately need to bring back. Y'all, MTV needs to bring back these terrible game shows like Next. Well, I think this show will somewhat do well-ish, maybe. You never know with Netflix because well, they don't very it fell rarely. Off, re- it fell off a cliff of the – it was like number seven last night, and it fell off a cliff today. So oh, people don't like it. <laughs> well, it's also super short. Um, but there's – um, I do think – with everything that's happened with the pandemic, I do think more escapist kind of fluff TV is – I feel like those are – I feel like people are going to want a little bit of that. It's just fun. It, yeah. That's the overall feeling when I watch the show. It's just fun. Um, the last thing I thought this is the most important thing they could use to fix this show because I think the show is fixable. I think it is. The casting. I don't know where they found these people, but I- – this I, was like a reject from every show. I disagree a little bit with the casting because you mean you thought it was good or you disagree with the casting? Um I thought that you know I don't know all the full details obviously. I kind of go back to the production of that because when we talk about like Emma presented, let's just jump in and talk about the first episode since yeah, I think you got this is so Emma. the first yeah, I'm done. I'm done with my I'm done with my diatribe on why this show is bad, bad, bad. So and she you says, said this show is okay. You, okay. you would give it a 
let's say you have to give it a one to ten without factoring in production and like and an audience. average an average i would give it a six got it like i would say that. three and a half four tops okay. Yeah. So four we, on a good day. We should think of a ranking system. Like yeah. I give it five dicks or I give it four dicks. Um, Three and a quarter dicks. Three and a quarter dicks. <laughs> That's it. That's what we're doing now. I would give this show two and three quarter dicks. Uh, one dick. One dick. One okay. dick for me. That's what we're doing from now on. One dick. One dick. So I – the way Emma's presented, she said – she basically is saying, like, they ask her, you know, my name's Emma. Y'all, we don't know what she looks like. She's already in the demon costume. She's already in the demon costume. And I agree with you. That's a missed opportunity. If she said, like, I'm a bad girl, I'm always making bad decisions, but I really want to, <laughs> like, then we would know. Instead, she's just in a demon costume. And she says, I, right. it's kind of like, basically, we also, we someone also work. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No, we don't see, if we could see her without it. Uh, before and she's oh, no. put on. We can't. I don't. No way. I, we need. To I see guess. It I just want to. I kind of want to see the makeup no. put on. No, that would ruin it. Really? Because you need that to see would... how hot she is. No, it's that you want to know the whole. The whole premise of this show is: Did they pick somebody who's cute or not? That's it. But the thing is, you're not. You're not listening to me. The whole premise of the show that they say in the beginning is. Is looks important? Maybe it's – can we find someone based on personality? And they repudiate that at every second of the show. But, I'm tell, but I want to see the guy that she picks. I want to see his reaction to her. Well, yeah, because that's the – And it would take that that's away. That's the feeding Christian to the lions part of the show. Yeah, because you get the double yeah. reaction. I, I so understand. what was I going to say? Um, it was about Emma, blah, blah, blah. Um, She's a model because, oh, of course, she, she basically is. says that – she kind of her intro is like I'm looking for someone. Um, if someone is too, you know, not someone who's too perfect. I like soft on the inside. I usually go for bad by bad guys. Sexual attraction's a must, but I really, you know, like someone who's soft. This would have been totally fixed if she said, "My name's Emma, and I always go to third base." Like then we know what type of show this is, y'all, because that's that's kind the of, MTV model. But it's kind of how this show, in a way, as it went along wanted to skew and i totally feels, agree with you and it feels weird i'm not the big i know this is a bigger thing right now because math our my friend our friend matthew from love is love island is so fucking good and funny at narration and i know that's kind of becoming the thing now i don't know if i always love it on every single reality either competition or dating show because it almost feels so much of let me tell the audience how to comment on this in their brain instead of letting them have a normal you under, reaction. You misunderstand your audience and you you misjudge your audience. You look and down on your audience. You think they're being dumber than and so that's but because I think if he wasn't doing the narration, we might have would have taken this a little more serious. But since he's making fun of them as we're watching it, then yeah. it should be a, a campy, funny intro when they jump in. And and that's the thing. So it's, it's a little not it's campy or funny. It's not. I didn't think it was funny at all. And what you said was really interesting because if she would have said, "You're right," if they're dressed in this like extreme makeup, but then they're just saying these inanities, like, like you've seen a thousand people on your say before. They're yes. like, "I want a guy who eh, let me play with my ch- prosthetic chin here." 
And no. that's the disconnect that 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 bothers me. Where if you had a demon who said, "I love sucking dick on the first date," <laughs> I not even not, not maybe that, but <laughs> she could have used like demon puns to get us through. That y'all, none of that was employed. It was not. Um, no. That's what, but that's, so that's why I say I don't know if that's the casting. Seem to me, it seems more like the producers basically are feeding them what they want them to say via interviews are saying, okay, Emma, so we want you to say what you said before. You're looking for this. You're looking for that. Whereas a producer who was thinking of this with a more comedic eye would have, would have produced it differently. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, let's th- talk about the daters. Do you, but I was just to say it's, it feels extremely lazy. I think that, that is – if there was one word I could give it, lazy. I would say confusing, but lazy would be second. Yeah. Um, so – um, they are, she needs them to be funny. We have Bennett, who is the mandrill. Um, again, every, every single person say, needs to say something like, ooh, 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 ah, 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 I'm a baboon or a mandrill. I don't know what a mandrill is. But instead it's like, yeah, pro volleyball player. I'm a boob guy. Crickets. And he said, <laughs> I like big boobs. I like to run off in the sunset. We have Archie from England. But and- we just pause there. Do you real? Does anyone is anyone hit in the head with the irony of personality matters? And every single motherfucker is like, I like a big ass. I like big. Yes, moves. yes, I, yes, yes. And so, irony is like thick in the air. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. it wasn't. And well, I'll see the other episodes because Rob, I feel like, commented on that irony more in the second episode. Yeah, I'm he gets better to, in episode three. I've seen it too. Okay, so I'm wondering, like, if they just if it took a while to find the rhythm of this show, who knows what episode six is like. Episode three is good. Episode, I've watched three and four. Episode four features one of the most obnoxious people I've ever seen on television. And that oh. includes the woman from my four, the 40 year old property version. Oh, you did hate her. <laughs> you did hate her. Uh, I do the- think this show is better than that show. Oh Yeah. <laughs> that show was a. That show was, uh, was Talk a about a show dick. that didn't know what it wanted to be. That was a half dick. That show, mm. not so, even one. Let's. You're you're talking about Archie. So Archie Archie's is a student. from England. Yes, and he's a statue, and he likes a big ass. <laughs> he likes it, but he says he thought he was a player, but he says he's just kind of waiting for the right person. But he does says he likes a, a big ass. But again, that's the deal. He's like, I'm waiting for the right person, but I like a big ass. Whereas Adam <laughs> says, he said, Adams is, is a mouse. And he says, he's really bad at doing just looks first. He said, but he wear and this is kind of funny. He, he got he wears, the show. This guy got the show. He, show. he says, I wear ladies perfume because... They're picking it out. It means they like it. It might attract yeah. them. What it was funny. This guy understood the show. He's from Birmingham. He got also. You didn't. You 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 must have surmised this. They filmed this in England. This is a total oh. British British. Yeah, they um, did film in England. Yeah, British uh, production company. Well, I think this wasn't this. In I feel like this show wasn't it in England first. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Or or Europe or somewhere. Yeah. It's definitely an import. Um. So. They are in this bar. They're meeting each other in this bar where all of these terrible extras are pointing at them like there's not a thousand cameras around them. On the, And the extras are like, what's going on here? Why are these people got makeup on? Hubbub, hubbub, hubbub. It this does is seem weird. Totally, 
awful. Absolutely cringeworthy. It makes no sense. But they're <laughs> they're speed dating. This is very much like looking. They're speed dating in a bar, and they're kind of the way this is cut. They're all looking. kind of going, uh, or not looking, uh, dating around, dating around. They're in this bar, and it kind of cuts in between all of them. But we'll kind of break them down first. Let's talk about Emma and her date with the Stone Man, or AKA Archie. Um, oh, I didn't write a ton. Oh, I just want to say Archie did ask. So why are you single? Y'all, don't ask that on a date. Don't unless you want to hear the answer. <laughs> and she said she was in a long-term relationship. Now, but here's the deal. They're supposed to not know if the other person's pretty. And then he says, oh, what do you do for? And Emma says, I'm, I'm a, a model. model. <laughs> and then Archie says, oh, me too. I, I'm me too. And I'm like, <laughs> there goes this premise. I, at that point, you can you knew you know what I would do. I would scream and, scream and go Why? <laughs> it was the whole like they they totally under it was like why the fuck are you both here? Why why, why are you doing this? So I, I rethought my life decisions while I was watching this show. <laughs> so y'all then there's uh there's Emma and the mouse, and that is um Adam from Birmingham. From Birmingham. And uh, that's where she tells him she broke up from a long-term relationship. He says, and he's kind of like, well, Birmingham. And she's like, oh. And he's like, yeah, we love pubs. And he said, we should go to Birmingham and get a little smash. Get drunk in a pub. She's like, oh, okay. That sounds yeah. great. And You know what? He at least put it out there and was trying to be funny. That he just wants funny. to fuck. True. But all the others were so boring. They were boring. They were boring. Um, and then finally... Emma and Bennett. Bennett. Who is the mong- mandroid? Mandrel. Ma- ma- mandrel. Do you know what a mongoose is? I do know what a mongoose okay. is. Okay. <laughs> just just said, check it because you said it, and I know you're confusing. Like Ricky Ticky Tommy. I'll remember, I'll remember like a mandrel, like Barbara Mandrell. <laughs> Sleeping single in a double bed. Gotham turning and trying it's to kind of the, It's the relative of a bamboo. Of a bamboo. Oh. Bam, bam, bam. bam. <laughs> Baboon. Now I'm doing the kind of relevant bamboo. Speaking of bamboo, I just found something on Instagram, y'all, and I am shook. Is this related to the show? Yes. Pier 1 is still open. (laughs) I thought they were closed. All the stores closed. They're open online on Instagram. Well, there you go. Look at that. So anyway, Emma and Bennett, and Bennett's like, No, Bennett. I want to say he's giving off the douchiest vibe of all of them. And she's like, I'm really feeling it. Remember what she said when I usually fall for the bad boys? Yes. Pattern achieved. Because Bennett (laughs) is from Southern California, whereas Archie and um, Adam are both from England. So, um, and Bennett's like, he's saying, you know. He said, I can be, are you loyal? Because I can be loyal, but, you know, I do have temptations. And Emma's like, yeah, I've had a problem with that. Who says that? I know. She's like, yeah, I basically, she said, yeah, I cheat on people too. (laughs) That's basically what she said. It was, y'all, this this whole experience, I was sitting here watching like, huh? And so... That basically, y'all, is speed dating. The so speed then, dating was the hardest to, to handle for me. It was. And then she said, do you um, – she said – she basically said she didn't really have any chemistry with anybody. And so now it's time where you she You have goes, to try harder. 
Well, she says that later because now we go to Sexy Beast Manor, which looks like this huge house like <laughs> Downton Abbey. Now, I don't understand. Stock footage. And then Sexy Beast Manor is a soundstage in Bristol. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so they go to, they, um, they go, they, the three guys are there. She walks in and basically she says, all right, you guys. It's time for me to choose. And she does her whole thing of like, you're, you're giving her way too much charisma, by the way. That's true. The that's way. true. She's like, <laughs> all right, you guys, it's all right, time for me guys. to choose. And she's like, Adam, the combo flowed. <laughs> now we're talking. But you did make me laugh, but I didn't get to know you that well. Y'all, these were scripted by producers because she it. does not deliver them. Say, this is why I say the producers more had a problem than casting. I, I agree with that. Because especially the casting for episode two, I thought was good. Yeah, the problem is completely, your, your, your lead is a complete asshole. <laughs> but they completely shit the, bed, shit the bed by not bringing out the asshole of James. Yeah, I they agree. They should have brought that out more. So then she says to Bennett, she's like, Bennett, I like your chemistry, but I don't want to fight you for other girls. I'm worried you're going to cheat on me and leave me in Las Vegas. <laughs> and... She said something else about someone else, and y'all, she sends it, Adam the Mouse home. And she's I still like, think Adam the Mouse was the most interesting player. <laughs> and she says, Adam, you go home, but can we go? Maybe, but I still will go with you to that pub in Birmingham. And he says, like, maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, here's what I'm here for. And then where she says, he's like, uh, yeah. And she was like, well, I couldn't wait to see Adam, but he's ugly on the inside. So no matter what he looks like, it doesn't. He's cute. Oh my God. He's hot. Yeah. So he's good looking. It's also, so that is the kind of cringe about this. And again, this for the, the mission of this show, the log line that they sold this show to everyone with was this is love is blind with, um, with makeup. It is makeup. That's how they showed it. It's not that at all. I'm telling you, the best apparel is this is cupcake wars. Cupcake wars. (laughs) It's cupcake wars. It's cupcake wars. And you don't even get to eat cupcakes after. It's cupcake wars meets face off. That's what it is. Wow. Anyway, so Um, at least the people on cupcake wars can cook. These people can't do shit. It's true. So, um, so anyway, they so he leaves, and then so now it's now it's and he sees her. They do show him her picture, and he's like, like "Oh, everybody got some tissues." Yeah, she's hot, and so now she's going to go on a date with a different guys. And Archie, who uh, Archie goes, he Archie Massages. is the stone man. He goes up. They go and have a sensual, sensual. It's my mama's. It's mama Marble say a sensuous massage, and. Then this is definitely a producer question because she delivers it like she was literally reading it out of a cue card. She does. What would you do if money mon- money were no object? <laughs> she does it like that. What would you do if money were no objection? I mean object. And he's like, oh, I'd probably travel the world. Yeah, me too. And he's like, I like traveling world. I like seeing culture when I travel. Oh my God, me too. And she's like, and that was fine. And then Emma says, you know, and I'm just really trying to find my intuition. And then again, there was this great line from Archie where Archie says, 
Yeah, that's so crazy you said that because this guy told me to follow my intuition and I guessed how old he was and I got it right. And I was like, (laughs) wow, wow. And then Emma says, oh my God, tell me what my age is. And he was like, you're 21. And she went, oh my God, you got it right. Then, Then, and but the thing is like, y'all, if you do this on the show, then where's the snake noise? Where is the, yeah. where's the music drops out? Where is this telling us this is a comedy? That's what I'm saying. It's it's not it's, good storytelling that instead way. Instead, this gotta... is beautifully lit, and they're getting massages. And then, so, the, <laughs> go ahead, this Poodle. Is, this is the comedic genius in the room. Exactly. The woman massaging the beach is like, so tell me how old I am. <laughs> and he's like, okay, okay, I got this. Right, like, he puts his hands together and he thinks he's like, 62. She goes, She totally looks like she's like maybe 50 years old. She's like, give me his feet. She's not even close to 62. Now, that's the best line of the episode, y'all. Because that was improv. And meanwhile, instead of laughing, Emmett says, I wish he would have come off as more of a gentleman. He should have lied and told her she was younger. <laughs> and I'm like, what? We missed every opportunity for comedy. Like it was, it was kind of like, like a lot of times you'll read. I've had, I was, I was reading um, uh, screenplays lately uh, for looking for collaborators for different things. And I would read things and you're like, Oh, I know what the joke's going to be here. And they would completely miss a joke. I'm like, how do you, Or it's right there, or surprise us in a good way, in that we completely know what the joke is going to be, and then or turn it on its head, and you turn it on head, and we shock us. They don't do either of them. Um, So, but at the end of the day, they go like in this pool, and they're kind of talking. And at the end of the day, Emma says, "Oh my god, we're pretty compatible. He has nice feet." (laughs) So now she's going on a date. That's what they're compatible for. Um, Now she's going on a date with Bennett. Who just wants to fuck y'all? Yeah, you can. You get that. So they're on like a roller coaster, and he starts in with a "Are you a screamer?" And then, and just he's like, without a beat, she's like, "Oh yeah," and he's like, "What's the weirdest place you ever had sex?" So now we're in like it, it wasn't even like newlywed like, game. Are you, a, are you a screamer on? It was like newlywed game. Yeah, it wasn't even like are you a What's screamer the on a place roller coaster? You've made <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't like he took four or five questions to get there. It was literally no. <laughs> like, hey, do you want a Dr. Pepper? Sure. Do you like anal? Yeah, it like, was. Like, it just made no sense. So she says, well, I've had sex, like, in a public before. What about you? And he's like, yeah, I had sex on a golf course once. I've done that, too. <laughs> um. Anyway, so... They get on, they're going to do a roller coaster and, and, and Rob's like, nope, the teacups. So they're on the teacups and, and he's like, whoa, oh my God, everybody. And she's like, so are you communicative? And he goes, oh, overly so. Overly. And then overly. nothing. <laughs> and then, yeah, he didn't say it. I he screamed just, out. Just, And then, but the thing is, is Rob Delaney then doesn't make a joke about no! that. That's, it's, it's so like it's, if you have a narrator making joke because y'all they were rubbing their feet and he was like oh, okay this is for the feet fetish people those people that like it out and he made a joke this was totally not it was just missed and so they the next they thing go, 
it's raining and he's kind of like he's literally like grabbing her back he's holding her and they're under the umbrella and they kind of kiss they they kiss kind of with with his 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 baboon and it's difficult to watch because with all these prosthesis on like it's like the first time you see like um i don't know someone pee in someone's mouth you're just like (laughs) oh but I, I can't not stop watching this, even though That's I'm not exactly what it though, is. Yeah, you're like I'm not into this at all. This but is I making can't a cinema- stop. Like, like holy, but how, does, but how does this work? What is he drinking it? Is he spitting it out? This is weird. <laughs> I think that's what this whole show is like for me. Watching exactly. someone pee in someone's mouth it's so um, basically <laughs> that that was the biggest laugh i've had today thank you for that you're welcome and by at the uh, end emma says bennett really did open up today i had so much fun y'all so he didn't open fun. up at all y'all, he just he just kissed her and he made out with her, her and he's kind of holding her he's like i would hold you all the time y'all i'm gonna tell you this right now Bennett is freaky deaky deaky. Yeah, and all he wants to do is get in her pants. Let's make let's make get that clear. But it's time to choose who's her sexy her beast. Her sexy beast. Poodle, I'll let you do this one. I'll do the next one. Who um, does she choose? He says, blah, blah, blah. Um uh Archie, you're not really the one for me because of blah blah blah. So I choose Bennett. And ben. Archie goes away. And Archie is revealed to be a really cute guy. He's cute. Um and she's like, not really my type. He's cute. Not really my type. And uh, then I mean, she, Emma yeah, is like revealed. That. She's a bombshell. Like we she's, all she's, knew she was going to she's be. She's gorgeous. She's this beautiful brunette. Yeah. She's gorgeous. And then we see Bennett. And I he's think this Bennett like is- big haired douchebag. He looks Long like someone hair. who would be a contestant like from 2007 in American yeah. Idol. And he had some real intense puffy coke bloke going on. Like he had just done lines the night before. <laughs> yeah, it was just a lot. And he sees her and he's like, oh my God. She's like, oh my God. And they kiss. Like, you're 100% my type. They're making out. And he's making out. He's biting her lip. <laughs> and Emma's like, I definitely made the right decision. And then meanwhile, he's like, it's like my fairy tale. Meanwhile, yeah. Emma's mom's watching at home. Back in Shreveport going... Filling her rosary. (laughs) Anyway, y'all. Let's, because this is on our free feed as well, let's take a quick break. I forgot. Um, Let's take a quick break. Uh, If you're on our Patreon, you want to hear anything? Yeah. We'll be right back. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. back um oh, during the break which was 20 seconds um <laughs> yeah y'all you think that we have like a commercial uh for us you think we take a, like a good break nope we don't usually we just, it just involves poodle getting another drink or going to the bathroom yeah um, or me getting a drink <laughs> so i was just thinking to myself you're exactly right you said something about they didn't push the camp far enough and it, it goes, the show goes halfway in between real and camp. But if yeah. you don't go all the way to camp, it's you just, it's really uncomfortable. These, someone has a prosthetic beaver costume on their face. That's, <laughs> that's not what dramatic. I'm saying. That's not dramatic. Yeah. Um, no, we, speaking we just, of prosthetic beaver face, I just want to mention we did, we forgot to mention this first part because we, if you're listening on the free feed, we do this with every time we do a binge on our Patreon, we are a supercast. Those Try are, before we, you buy. We have Reality Gaze Extra. That's our premium content, and you can either choose Patreon or Supercast. But we always put the first episode up for free. If you're riveted and you want to listen to Poodle talk about the most annoying person he's ever seen on reality TV, <laughs> is this the woman who's the panda? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. She's crazy. Oh, oh, she's horrible. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> 
So if you want to hear she, that, you got to. She is abominable. <laughs> if you want to hear that, you got to pay $5 to join the first tier on Patreon or Supercast. That will also get you our classic 90 Day Fiance episodes and any other binges. That includes Love is Blind. So this month, even, we're going to do After the Altar of Love is Blind. So you'll get yeah. that. So that's, and that's all guaranteed to be interesting. That is. We are, we are invested in those couples. That is going to be fucking riveting we're gonna get to see cameron and laura what that's next week right yeah the 28th shit that's this week shit we have a lot to do <laughs> oh god that's when i'm gonna be in houston i'm gonna it's have to wait well it's we've scheduled it you just need to check the oh, schedule oh god let's talk about a beaver um y'all meet james the beaver um this is our first asshole contestant <laughs> I don't know if he's an asshole or if he's just so into himself. No. Or if he's just one of the dumbest people I've ever seen on reality TV. (laughs) He's pretty fucking stupid. I didn't think he was as dumb as he was just very socially awkward. And and really self-absorbed. Yeah. He's almost kind of like the reality. It's almost like you see one day he could become Gaston from Beauty yeah. and the Beast. You guys, for a, for I'm calling this a lead. For a, a lead person in a re, even, even an episode, you need them to be kind of one of a couple things. Um, unless it's a joke show like Next, you, you unless, actually hope they're an asshole. Unless it's a campy joke show, yeah. which is what this should have been. And you need them to be either kind of a blank canvas like poor Emma was. There was nothing there, y'all. That That's kind of the point. She was real pretty, though. She was. Um, or you need them to be kind of weird, like we're going to see with that fucking panda. Because that episode was amazing. <laughs> Not for the good reasons, but because she was a nightmare. Because um, she was a nightmare. So... Y'all, he's a lab tech. He's a big guy, meaning he's a muscly guy. Uh, um, and drink every time he says, touch my guns or touch my talks guns, about not being big. my muscles or whatever. Again, and, because personality is what's the most and important. And he's like, remember. I date a lot of women. They think because I'm a big guy that I would be selfish and cocky, but I'm not. But he is. He really is. He really and is also, selfish and cocky. Y'all, shockingly, he's an ass man. He's an <laughs> ass man. Um, yeah. And so I think he, that is a card that they make all the men say, but I think then, all of yeah, that's true. <laughs> but then he says, I'm looking for someone to make me laugh. That's goofy. And that will make me fall in love. And it's but like, also the ass, huh? <laughs> that's huh? the thing. That's this fake sincerity that this show has. Yeah, it, it, and that's the weird frustrates part. Frustrates me. So his three My father people, says, it flustrates me. It flustrates me. It flustrates me. <laughs> so the people he has to choose from, there's- My mother it, go, God, that's not a word. <laughs> that's, there's first, there's Amber. Amber is a pixie, a blue pixie. Um, she's in the military from North Carolina. And Is that a thing? Is that what a pixie looks like? Or do yeah, the makeup like, artists just go, sure, it's a no, pixie? No, pixies have the nose and the ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is a big thing. I don't know. Uh, there's I a, don't really care. There's a, there's a whole pixie like subworld, like fairies and pixies, and people get really into it sexual ways and not like it. Freaking I don't pixie. need to know. Google pixie porn. And no, let me know. no, 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 no. Thank you. It ain't just Tinkerbell. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, um, ma'am. So, so, y'all, she's from North Carolina. She's in the military. In the military. Thing, so she wants to have somebody to have fun. She wants someone to have fun, and that's kind of yeah. like okay, great. 
Meanwhile, we meet Alexis. Alexis. The leopard. There's a leopard. Again, I agree with you. She's here to change her spots. She's here to be someone different than she is in real life. I I was screaming. I was screaming, where are the puns? Where are the one-liners? Where are the... I could I have written I could have written everything for this show if they could have had like things like they could have had like when when someone what, sat down just, oh. <laughs> and, or things like that anything would have been better than what was there yeah you're already in this makeup because she says <laughs> she's from New York City. And she's like, she helps that this, she hopes that this helps her find romance. <laughs> so that's what she says. Me in a fucking leopard costume on Netflix. Good luck, bitch. And the only one again that's kind of funny is Tamiko. Tamiko, oh, what is she again? She's some kind of world's worst zombie or something. Oh, yeah. Said. She's like a zombie with her skin. And she says, This is I'm, a non sexy costume, y'all. No, yeah. She has a, <laughs> you're kind of like, Ugh. And she says, I'm a serial first dater. And she's like, Basically, I want a bad boy Barack Obama. If you find and him, let me know. And that made me laugh. She's the most interesting character. And she, yeah, I like and her. And guess what? Like last time, we we're going to talk about it. She gets gone first. She does. Like Adam, who was kind of the most interesting player. Spoiler alert. Poo. Spoiler alert. Sorry. So let's talk about the speed lighting. So y'all, James is a gentleman. He gets. It has no stakes, so why not? Um, he gets the. He opens. He gets the chair for all of them. But it also helps him look at their ass. That's why he does he it. Says- one, he says, and again, use this like. Like using every time, whatever. And so Amber says, I'm noticing the muscles. And James is like, oh, do you want to feel them? So she feels of his muscles. We, and I wrote down, we can't even get past appearance. We're we can't. so, we, so... We cannot even get past it. And Ugh. so it's like, and so Tomiko is like, you know, I want a guy with some edge. And James he just, does what He I, tries to drink his whiskey really fast. I don't know why that's edgy. That's well, just alcoholic. <laughs> well, he can't drink because he has the beaver teeth. Right. And so, and to, uh, Alexis says that she's a singer from New York, and he does what I hate what people do. Oh, yes. I. You mean hey, what singer. I hear all the time? Can you sing something for me? Just out of the spur dance, of the moment. Dance, monkey, dance. You know, you know, what, you know what I usually do? What? Usually people pay me to do that. <laughs> That's what you say? Yeah. Yes, you should. I say that and um, uh, or, or I'll go, I just can't something I, I, I just do. Yeah, you just, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit there and be your court jester. I don't say that, but um, y'all, she of course. Meanwhile, does we it. have a podcast called Reality Games. <laughs> So she, she does like it that. on camera and the song I'm going to now recreate oh, no. this song. Uh, don't stop it cause it feels so good. And James is like, <laughs> wow. That was a little better than she did actually. You've got a nice ass. Um, <laughs> I mean voice. A voice. It's so, um, and Tamiko says, next question. Do you even need to ask? Do you believe in love? And James, James says probably one of the most bonkers. He says one of the most thoughtful things I've ever heard anyone say on a dating show. 
you know how you're in a grocery store and you're going to get kale and then you reach for the kale and someone else reaches for the kale and then you touch hands and then you realize you don't really want kale to begin with. You just want that person staring at you in Tom Thumb. That's and at love. one point she just goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, or she says, she says, yeah. Or like or in a, a parking lot. Or a parking lot. And he goes, a parking lot. And that's what Jake's like, a parking lot. lot. a parking lot? Oh, who would ever intercept someone in a parking lot? He gets very offended about a parking anyway, lot. Anyway, y'all, a funny line. My heavens. My heavens. They all three are into him. We're going to go to Sexy Beast Manor. Rob Delaney says a line that made me laugh. He said, they're all eager for the beaver. And I'm like, Yes. That's what we this need, show needs. More puns. We need lots more puns. We need lots um, more puns. It's also, if she would have said and made fun of him about Kale, like, what the fuck are you talking about, Kale? Or something. There, it, anyway, so he's talking about, he, he raps, by the way, and it is abysmal. Ooh, he can't even freestyle. I forgot about it. Um, so... Ooh, he's like, bad. well, here's the, here's the, uh, um, he's making a joke. He's like, here's the, we're going to, we're going to ditch one dater. Ass first, personality second. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, kidding. Superficial. Not it's kidding. Real. Not kidding. So y'all. Can I, can I just say exactly what he said for oh, this? Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. They're back at Sexy Beast Manor. Amber, you have an amazing body. <laughs> But it's just a little too perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis, you're a little laid back. You're a little laid back for me. But I have fun with you. Oh, God. Uh, and then Tamika, <laughs> I don't know. I, we, we really had a good time. but No, no. This was a totally producer line. Yeah. Because he would never say... Besides the concept of love, y'all, <laughs> James doesn't, he's never, doesn't know what concept of love means, mm-hmm. nor that phrase, but he said, besides the concept of love, we don't have much in common. Yeah, that was written. Yeah. That was written. Y'all, Tamiko leaves. Uh, mo- the, the most interesting person. Uh, like before, I have a feeling this trend is going to continue, by the way. Yeah, and she says, she's like, oh, she sees this picture, and we see Tamiko, and she's, she's gorgeous. She's, really, she's gorgeous. Spoiler alert, they're all going to be hot. They're all gorgeous. They're all gorgeous. It's and the same love is blind thing. They're all hot. Exactly. exactly. There are no that stakes. Would be, that There's would no better. one who looks like me and Maddie. There, yeah, it's better if they almost had... Like six people that they one person dated all throughout the show, and then at the end, they, they, they choose that person, and three of them are pretty, and three of them are gorgeous, and three of them are normal, and they decide if they still want to go out with the normal person. That'll or, never work with this this group of yeah, people. Yeah, never work. Anyway, that's so, when the casting would have been an issue. So, um. Tamika leaves, and she was like, eh, he was right. We really didn't have anything in common, so it was fine. <laughs> I like that response. Yeah, he well. Like, she, then she sees him. She's like, oh, not who I normally go for, but it's a good-looking guy. She's Handsome. cute. And where James sees her, and he was like, 
I make oh, mistakes. Oh, he was oh like, oh, shit, Dude. man. Shit, oh, bro. Shit. Damn, I make mistakes. I'm Damn. I'm still crying. And that's where I actually think it's a producer thing because James is funny. I think he says funny things and they could bring out his douchery and kind of funniness. Yeah. But they, they don't. don't. But they it, don't. The thing is, the grossest part is it kind of leaks all over the rest of the show. Like, but how funny would it be if James was going? Maybe it is part of the casting. I agree with you. Because how funny would it be if James went on a date with someone like Paris Hilton? Yeah, I. We would have t- been way more funny. But it's like things are either so scripted or regimented where there's no time for improv, and when it does happen, it's really funny. But, you know, we're eviscerating this, but we get it. It's hard to make a good show. But. It's hard, and the thing about it is, though, you have to kind of decide on your rules going in. I don't think this show had any rules. I, it, I think this show was a good concept and never really fleshed out. Yeah, exactly. Which y'all, it was greenlit, and because Net, Netflix does so many shows, they do so. And I've pitched before, y'all. My business partner and I, we have a million and one great concepts. We can have fifty great concepts, and from that, probably we will actually get like. Three good Yeah, I was going to say three. It, you yeah. really – so it's a big difference. You could have – you you all need to pitch Netflix because they are ab- obviously – I'm sure it's hard to get to them. Um, yeah. I think you have to have a production company the, before. They're kind of horrible to work. I'm with. sure. They – I'm sure they're like oh, the, they're like I the, dated Ash, aka had sex with a guy who is working there right now, and he says it is miserable. It, it's it's kind of the Amazon of entertainment. <laughs> Ouch! They think they're God and they do everything. That so, way, Netflix. If you want us to recap any of your shows on totally. your network, let us know. We'd love to work for you, you. Or if you want to make a show just about us, just about us, sure. We're, we're ready. Uh, we're, we're, we're ready. I love Netflix. Yeah, love them. <laughs> They're very gay friendly, I have to say. So James is, um, so James's first date is with um, Amber. Amber, the pixie, and and they're gonna go to ice sculpting. So I'm confused. They have a, there's an ice sculpting teacher, and James just tells the teacher we're gonna do it on our own. That's what I gleaned. Um, so you know what this means? It means they don't have an ice sculpting teacher. They have a handsome, really hot, handsome grip named Nick that they had stand behind an ice sculpture and say, yeah. look like a teacher. We're just going to have them literally, because get it, y'all? They're breaking the ice. Now, that was never, no one ever said anything about breaking the ice. I think Rob later on said, and this is that very metaphorical statement about broken hearts and blah, blah, blah. But no one, even they didn't say, even the couple didn't say, we're literally breaking the ice. No one said that. No this. one said it. It, dro- <laughs> it drove me insane. And so they're making hearts. And she was like, Amber's like, so why did you pick me? He's like, well, you both weren't awkward. And Nick's just kind of sitting there. Well, and he also said, um, your body. What's, she said, what's the first thing you notice about me? And she went, your body. Your body. So obviously not your face because it's covered in a big blue makeup. Your body. And your body. Your body. Girl, you're built. And she says, well, uh, well, Amber, what did you like else like about me? He's like, well, we had a good conversation. She said, well, if you dated, since you like my body, it, what if we dated and I gained 300 pounds? Oh. Silent. He literally, uh, <laughs> Nick, the ice now, sculpture, start, the, the teacher whip, like a spit take. 
I'm going to tell you the answer you need to say, James. That's not important to me. For me, it's about the person. But it doesn't matter because James says, well, that would make a difference. And <laughs> Amber, this is why Amber makes bad decisions all. Because Amber processes that in her mind. It says, it's he flattering. That- <laughs> he likes my body. I'm so flattered. I mean, I try. I try. That's why it's so frustrating to watch these people. Like, it, 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 you know what this felt like? Just to be honest, it felt like a reality show in like 2004. Yeah, when we were we were beyond the age when women could actually say things they were thinking, and they yeah. had to say things that they, and men could just say all kinds of really terrible shit and sexual innuendo shit. Yes, and um, like she breaks her sculpture, and he he J- James, breaks his heart. James in heart. the room, in the room, the idiot who I think is actually funny says, I "Oh, would. it's a broken heart." Not the announcer. Yeah. Right. James. And then he said, I win. Like it's a competition. Okay, he's very competition with both <laughs> of them. It's a red flag. It's not good at all. I and was horrified. He's really self-absorbed. And like, again, y'all, this self-absorbed thing. Poodle, what's the first, one of the first rules of comedy? Uh, It's about the other person. Nope, another rule. Uh, listening. One of the main tenets of when you write comedy, how when you like comedy comes in what threes, y'all. He literally did three different times where he acted like a self-absorbed jerk, and they didn't build on those moments. Yeah, I agree. This was a missed opportunity. He did this with the ice sculpture competition. He did this with the next competition, and then he did it at the end, and they didn't like. Make a joke about this, but anyway. So he says, "I win." Then they he, go to a like a local pub and he has to kiss her, and she's he, like, "Well, here's the thing." He says because he has to kiss her, and she says no. And then he says, "What? What to me is always overstepping boundaries." Can I get a hug? When you demand a hug, you guys, a lot of times it usually means that the other person is not giving you signals to have well, a hug. But again comedy he says this later and there's a different reaction and they didn't and it it was kind of that was funny at least she kind of got but um, uh, but don't you agree the phrase can i have a hug especially uttered by straight men to women it feels it just makes me clammy it all say me too and I've, i've talked about my issues with hugging before and how i was kind of forced to hug relatives all the time and now if I hug you, it means I'm comfortable with you. I don't mind if you say, can I have a hug the first thing? Like, oh, can I give you a hug? But if you ask for a kiss no, and I say it's no. It's very different. It's very different what no, you just said. No, can I'm, I give you yeah, a hug? I'm just trying to make that distinction. Yeah. yeah. If you say, can I have a hug? But then if you say, can I have a kiss? No. Well, can I have a That's like. That's gross. That's like but if I, a guy said to me, hey, can I fuck you in the ass? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come I can't on, say going. no. I can't keep say going. no to keep that. Going. Yes, yes, you can fuck me in the ass. But if I <laughs> if I ever said no to that, and then he said, "But can I give you a reach around?" Yes, yeah. But it's to me when I say, "Can I give you a hug?" To me is different than "Can I have a hug?" I think that's very different because one no. is active on his part, and the other is me giving you something. I still don't like it when people ask me that. 
Um, however, there is a way of knowing if someone is receptive to a hug. I just like, hug Poodle. I don't even ask him. That's true. But I'm saying when someone goes, oh, so good to see you. And those, there's a movement in their shoulders and the other person sticks their shoulders out. That's it. You guys, you can facilitate a hug. You, uh, and, 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 and you will know when it's there. It's better than saying, can I have a hug? You know who asked, can I have a hug? Andrew from 90 Days of Andrew and Amira. Every fucking day after drama class. He does. Can I have a hug? He does. He does. Yeah. I guarantee you. You're still uh, upset our, that his penis is pretty, aren't you? I'm very upset. Out of our female listenership, they have all, 98% have given hugs to men who have asked, can I have a hug? And they did not want to. And you know what? Y'all need to do what... Uh, well, we're going to talk about it, but what Alexis does at the end, which I thought was great. So she doesn't give him a kiss. They have a hug. So now it's the next date. So James is going on a date with um, Alexis. That was Amber. He's going on a date now with Alexis. Y'all, they're going skeet shooting. And so James, again, have you seen guns like these before? He's Ugh. like flexing. So they're shooting at the skeet. Stairs. She hits two and she's like, wow, I got two. James immediately says, I got to no, win. No, I got I to gotta win this. I got to win, win this. I got to be better than her. So. Oh, fuck. What a terrible date. And then, but what Alexis says, I think behind the muscles is a guy who wants to connect with someone. <laughs> okay. They totally gave her a card to say that. Okay. Yeah. She doesn't. Um, no, no. So he gets like four. He's like, yay, I won. Who fucking cares? And even the narrator is like, why don't you? That's where he first kind of makes like, why don't you let her win? Again, right. we had this prior. You should have, whatever. So he's like, have you, you guys seen this before? Like guns and like, and then the guy's like, and I wrote down, he is insufferable. Yes. He is absolutely intolerable. I don't know how any woman deals with this person. So they go to this little gazebo and have drinks and stuff. And James is like, what else can we do? Tackle she, football. Tackle football. She's like, Gotta touch your boobies. It all boils ass. down to you. And he said, how would you feel about a beaver kiss? And they kiss. <laughs> and it was nice. And she no, said. She's like, okay, sure. And yeah. And she, they kiss. And then she says the most obvious line of the whole show. That was like our first kiss. And I went, <laughs> yeah, we just saw it. Like you just kissed like. We, this was your first kiss, yes. And then he high fives her, <laughs> like and, they're in the locker room after and soccer. And that's when I wrote, James is dumb. I I actually my I went inside myself when he high fived her. Yet, and this is spoiler alert. I mean, we saw y'all. He ends up picking Alexis. That's yeah. his sexy beast is Alexis. And Amber is shocked because Amber even says, y'all, and I kind of agree. If you went by date, Amber and James had a much better date. Oh, definitely. But you know why James picked Alexis? Because he got to kiss her and he thinks he's going to fuck her quicker. That's it. Because she was more compromising. He's going to get to her beaver. That's it, what he's thinking of. Talk about selling the wrong message. I mean, wow. This so, this was a very objectionable 25 minutes of television. <laughs> it was. Um, 
So, but he basically says, there was just, re- he even says, there was way more romance for me with Alexis. Y'all, there actually was more with Amber. I then. totally agree. So we see what Alexis looks like. No, She's, Amber. Or Amber looks like. She's, She's fucking gorgeous. fucking gorgeous. So He's he's, gorgeous. he sees her and he's like, but humana, humana, humana. And she sees him in y'all. He's like, can, and he says again, can I get a hug? And she's like, my hero, how about a handshake? She she didn't say how, like, uh, she said you can get a handshake. That's what and it is. And she shakes his hand and walks away, and James just goes, dead ass. Did I, make, dead did ass. I make the right decision? I don't know. Maybe now I'll look, be. I'm going to say something. I would fuck James. James is my type. Come on. He, no, Until no. he opened his mouth, but look-wise, he looks like guys I go for. He has such a punchable face. He's a very, very handsome, muscly black man, but his face is okay. But his arms are nice. You're like all of these people on this show. No, wow. Okay, you're the person that would fuck Doug from Log After Lockup. So why <laughs> you know don't you what? A lot of our listeners said they would. I'm not saying I would after I talked to him. I'm saying before he opened his mouth. Oh, I didn't think he was that attractive at all. He's not hot, but he's he's cute. I think he's cute. His body, um, he's a little bit of a little bit of a better fit, but he's pretty hot. So y'all, Alexis comes out and she's cute. She's like, really pretty. She's yeah. really pretty. And then y'all, okay. He I takes off his coat. No, 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 no. I have to, I have to set this. I have to set this. Y'all, this is in England. You can tell me it's cold here because they're yeah. talking and you can see their breath. So you, she sees him and she's wearing, because it's a fucking dating show. She's wearing basically a, like a spaghetti strap. Yeah. Lingerie. A, a, a spaghetti <laughs> strap, kind of form fitting dress. Y'all, she's fucking freezing. You can tell she's freezing and she's just kind of looking at him and he's like, oh dude. And that's when go ahead poodle. He takes off his coat. And, and what did you think? Sudden, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. And then he drops it to the floor and does a gun show. Gun show. He's like, here, you can the, look at all a this. 360. It's like, look what you just got, bitch. Look what you just got. And that's, y'all. And she goes, I kind of thought they'd put the coat on me, but it's like, whatever. It's like, whatever. <laughs> and I went, that's the cherry on top of the shit Sunday, And there they walk away, are. and you can see their breath. And again, that's what I'm talking about. He, and he then was not, yeah. I have one more layer of mixed nuts on top of the shit Sunday. You know, the thing is, if this doesn't work out, I'm definitely going to hit up Tomiko. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wow. The thing is, you're exactly right. If this would have been, if this would not have had this let's be sincere frame about it and be like MTV game shows like Next, Room Raiders, whatever the fuck, my parents uh, pick my date or whatever the fuck, we would have, we would be all in and we would have so much fun. It's not because it's halfway in between stakes television and joke television. And it doesn't know what it is. It's hard with these type of shows when they're British shows. Because in Britain, y'all, if you watch Love Island in the U.S., y'all, it's it's terrible. This season's horrible. I watched like an episode and a half, and that's all I can I'm watch. I'm watching all of it because I'm kind of hooked. And I need, I know I need but help with that. But it's not good. It's terrible. It's, it's really terrible. bad. But, I, but I'm a little, I'm now You're a little invested. You're obsessed with the guy I met, aren't you? He's so hot. He's really hot. But no, there's one guy named Isaiah who is ridiculous. 
Here's the deal, though. Love Island Britain is so much better. It's because you see, it's all, it's all, um, but it's all, it's camp. They yeah. get the joke. They're funnier. They can be racier. It's also high do, stakes, though. And also, time. I don't know why, but UK television doesn't have this puritanical thing about love that American television no. often has. And you can tell this. I, I knew this was a British show because I bet the British version of this is really funny. Probably. Yeah. Because I bet they really chalk up the fun. They're there not to find love. They just want to shag, whatever. Mm-hmm. Look at you dropping British terms. Anyway. They got banta, banta. Banta, banta. You got tattoos. You got tattoos like Chloe. Blimey. <laughs> anyway, y'all, y'all that's that the is show. the first ep- That is our first episode covering the first episode, two episodes of Sexy Beast. There will be two others. Whether I like it to or not. Although I can't wait to cover that panda. <laughs> sad, sad panda. No, she's a shitty panda. Yeah. And I'm Nina not Panda Express. Th- there is Nina the dolphin who's in the middle of that. And that that is a little interesting. I have not seen episodes five that and six. That dolphin outfit freaks me out. I like it how I don't know who posted on Twitter, but it's like that had the picture of the dolphin going, huh, and it's just her eyes were too close together, and it's like me when I get too high when I'm out at restaurants. <laughs> been there. I have not, but I've been. Y'all, that's people. the show. We, that's we, the we show. We don't have a sign off. We can say keep stay sexy beasts. Stay stay sexy beasts. Y'all go to realitygazepodcast.com. If you're interested in subscribing to the Reality Gaze Extra content, that's in the show notes. You can do that, or you can go to our website and you can get the links for that. Everybody, okay, everybody. So we'll see you next time. Then we'll try to get the episodes out soon. So as Poodle said, stay stay sexy, sexy. beasts. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.